right, let's welcome everybody out to episode 69 of Utah in the Weeds. I'm Six, Chris Hollifield. 69, Chris. Uh, Tim Pickett with utahmarijuana.org. And I'm excited. This was the... This was a fascinating interview. I mean, I remember sitting here talking to Chase. Chase Hudson is the is the person we're talking to today. And just the level of insight into like your own personal experience with cannabis and other medications that are like this that are strong. Man, th- I think people are really going to get a kick out of this one. Plus they're going to learn something. Like this is kind of an introspective yeah, learn about Absolutely. you know hemp lucid. Learn about uh, his journey of getting to cr- you know creating this business. I mean, it's a fascinating story of, right. of how he got here. And he's been involved you know all the way through when CBD oil was really expensive and everybody was making money to the market crash and CBD and um, and then you know how to recover from that. Plus Delta Eight, Delta Nine. We talk about um, yeah, his experience is broad. And he's been in this thing a long time. It's a good story, though. You'll learn a lot about uh, a lot about the plant in this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. UtahMarijuana.org slash podcast. That's where you can go listen to all the podcast episodes. They're up online. You can listen to them right there. Share them with your family and friends. Yeah, and subscribe in any podcast app that you use. Um, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at UtahMarijuana.org at the bottom. And then you'll stay up to date on everything that's happening in the Utah you know, cannabis space, medical marijuana space. Um, stay up to date with all the podcast episodes. Sounds good. There you go. Let's get into that conversation with Chase Hudson, uh, the CEO of Hemp Lucid. This is a good one, you guys. Enjoy. Now, you, are, you're the CEO of Hemp Lucid, or, or what yep. is your title with Hemp Lucid? Yep, CEO and founder. CEO and founder. Okay, you're nice. the you're the you're the man. You're the big dog. Um, yeah. How the how that start? Oh man, started. Well, I let's see. I don't know how far back I want to go. Um, I'll just start with the initial. But I've started it with three of my other really good friends, uh, Talon, Nate, and Saren. And I just got out of the fire industry, so that's my background. Like like a fireman, Mm -hmm. like a firefighter. Yep. Okay. I did that for about eight years. Uh, Graduated with my bachelor's in emergency management, um, fire science. So did that for eight years, and then just decided it was very well really I had a call that just kind of fractured my mind as far as like I I have a bigger purpose like the amount of suffering that was going on in the world and what I was seeing was it's just like no I'm I'm I realized I was a spoke in the wheel and I wasn't this was a like a fire call like mm -hmm. an emergency medicine call yep yeah oh she was a cancer patient. I remember when I picked her up, it was just like a general assist, but I picked her up and she weighed probably 80 pounds and she was just all skin and bone. And I put her on the stretcher and then I went back into the room and got all of her meds and her daughter handed me two Walmart bags full of prescription pills. And she was taking about 50 pills a a day. And I was like, okay, something is so wrong with our system that we have this lady who weighs 80 pounds taking 50 pharmaceuticals a day and she's just wasting away in her home. And that was the moment that I'm like, okay, I I have, 
I have a bigger purpose. I've always liked helping people. It's just in my, just ever since I can remember, just community-based person. And so after that call, um, I was in New Mexico at the time, uh, came back to Utah and did a couple more years of Wildland Fire. And Nate, one of our other founders, we started selling CBD oil for CV Science and some of the other big players we were selling on eBay, Amazon. We were trying to get up on Etsy and we did that for a few months. And then all of a sudden overnight, the government kind of put out the word and killed all third party CBD selling online. So at that point, we were getting good traction. People were buying quite a bit of product from us, but it was very early in the industry where the quality of the product wasn't very good. It was very waxy, very sticky. Because you feel like the quality of the product in general has gotten better? Way better. Is that because you can find better product? Like you can find the, the certificate of analysis on products now? Because I asked that question because I wonder if, I mean, like I still think you can find crappy products. Definitely. Out there, right? Definitely. But it's definitely easier. Your point is it's easier to find good products now. It's easier. I would say if you, you know what you're looking for. In the beginning, the the oil is very waxy. Mm-hmm. You know, so your your body can't break down wax. So you, you're just passing through CBD waxy material. Uh, so when that crackdown happens, the guy that I was actually selling for, he called me and he's like, hey, there's a dude in Utah selling CBD. Go see what that's about. So I went over to this guy and his company and they were, they were selling CBD and long story short, but I ended up working with him for about a year, just Mm kind of understanding the CBD industry and educating myself, traveling a lot. And then it started to, it started to pick up. We nailed some local accounts. So I picked up Good Earth and Sure Lens and we started to gain some traction. And then I separated from this guy and his company and I went and started Hemp Lucid with me, Nate, Talon and Saren. So it was, it was a really cool progression how it worked. I brought Saren on first. She was doing our customer service and then I brought Talon on and she was doing our accounting and like wholesale and distribution. And then we brought Nate on to do shipping and fulfillment. And then we all found a small little office in Orm about this size. And we all worked out of there for about a year. And then we just, things just exploded. And we're going on our six year, six year of business now. That's awesome. All out of, and where are you located? Right now we're down in the Riverwoods. In the river was Provo, right right there, Mm -hmm. right in Utah County, right in your back door, people. Yeah. it's Who who would guess that? I mean, in Utah County of all places too. I mean, it's still surprising to people. Yeah. It's like, wait, you're in Provo? It's like, yeah, yeah, we're we're in Provo. (laughs) How big, so Hemp Lucid sells primarily, well, you, you sell all over the country? All over the country. Um, We used to do a lot of international, but you know, the international market started to kind of clamp down on the CBD industry. So we have a couple international accounts still, but it's it's a small portion of our 
our business, but it's all mostly domestic, all 50 states. We have product in all 50 states. What kind of, I mean, do you run into more or less challenges being in Utah in general? I mean, does that matter what state you're in when you're running a hemp company in Utah or not in Utah, in the United, you know, in the United States in general, Utah, you would think you'd run into more challenges. So that's kind of what we thought. Okay. But it's actually been fairly easy. I mean, the, the biggest issues we've have faced is not so much anymore, but in the beginning was banking and merchant accounts. So banks would just call you and be like, oh, we're closing your account in a week. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. okay, thanks. Yeah. And just no reason. Uh, merchant accounts. Oh, we just sh- shut off your revenue, you know, basically your revenue stream on your website. You got to go find another merchant account. So that in the beginning was just an absolute nightmare. But it's actually been very well received in Utah. Is actually surprising. Still is surprising on a, on like a government level or on like just a public level. A uh, public consumer level. Okay. Um, but then also, you know the the hemp program in Utah is fairly new. It's just a couple of years. I think they've set it up pretty good. It feels like over this last year, um, with the medical marijuana program getting going here, yeah. that there's appears to be some fighting between the medical marijuana industry and the hemp industry. And there's just kind of some political, some political weirdness on the back end where like trying to stop certain laws, this Delta A thing is a good example of kind of the medical marijuana industry lobbying against the hemp industry. Right. So so the medical marijuana, they're lobbying against the hemp industry. I, I mean, I would say yes. I would really? agree with that too. Right? What, what is we it, talked uh, a little uh, bit about this before we started recording, but but I've got, I mean, um, you've got some Delta Eight products. Hemp Lucid has some Delta Eight products, and these are products that under the, uh, I think it's the Farm Bill Act mm-hmm. or something like that. The it specifies Delta Nine tetrahydrocannabinol mm-hmm. may not be, you know, distributed without the medical. Mm-hmm. So. It specifies that it's Delta nine. Correct. And so under national rules, Delta eight is totally allowed. Correct. And in the medical market, especially here in Utah, well, not especially, but like in uh, New York, they ban Delta Mm -hmm. eight. And so what does the hemp side of the world think of that? What is the CBD side? It's it's actually really unfortunate because businesses are being destroyed by it. Uh, the banning of Delta eight. So it's actually, it's, it's pretty upsetting and it's very unfortunate, but you know, we have, we had COVID, you know, that, that pretty much shut down and killed a lot of businesses. And then, you know, we're coming out of COVID people really got on the Delta eight train CBD sales. You know, the market has become very saturated. CBD sales have slowed down. So a lot of these stores, they transitioned, you know, some 90% of their inventory over to Delta eight. So Delta eight was carrying and saving a ton of businesses across the country. And as these states have been pressured by, in my opinion, lobbyists from the medical marijuana side, as states have been pressured and laws have been passed and they're taking Delta eight out of the general public, 
preventing these stores from selling it. It's, I mean, we, we talk to companies every day that they're, they don't think they're going to keep their doors open for much longer because they're in states that the government has decided to ban Delta 8 products. And New York is one that I mentioned. What are the others? Oh man, New York, New York, Nevada, Colorado. Um, Wait, Nevada? I thought Nevada was full wreck there. So why would they ban Delta 8? Because Delta 8 is taking away sales from the medical cannabis stores. Um, so that's what's happening. Okay. So, so basically they're saying the argument and the argument here in Utah that I've heard is that Delta eight, because it is a psychoactive compound in the, you know, in the THC world, right? There's eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. You're going to take THC, anything with any THC in it. And we're going to make that, put that only in the dispensaries and uh, in here, the medical cannabis pharmacies. Mm -hmm. And that's the argument, right? That we need to regulate it as if it is just like Delta Mm nine. So what's the, and you're talking about like hemp shops, CBD shops. I mean, these, right. I mean, of course they would go towards Delta eight. This is a product you can feel. Delta eight is an awesome product and it's, some of the feedback we've been getting is people actually like it more than Delta nine. Why do people say that? Cause it's not as heady. Like you're not higher up in the, in the clouds. You can yep, say yep. the Delta. It, because it doesn't, re- it's not a CB1 receptor. That's molecule. my favorite place to be though. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that we've we've ended up back here on Delta Eight. Yeah. Seems like we talk about it all the time. Why not? It's a, it's, it's a hot topic, but it it is. It, yeah. it is. And uh, we honestly, I've always been talking about it from the medical side and not from the hemp side. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's nice to hear, you know, somebody else's opinion about. Well, geez, you know, now you're you're taking away my livelihood. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, your argument is probably that it's just a safe. But, but they're making it, right? They're making it out of CBD oil or hemp oil. Correct. It's derived not, from hemp. And it's converted using a strong acid. So do you guys, you guys make some hemp, some Delta 8 products? Yes, but we, so we're a vertically integrated company except the farm and the extraction. So we do all of our own manufacturing, shipping, fulfillment. But as far as ordering raw materials, whether that's CBD Delta A, CBN, we have farming partners in Colorado Mm -hmm. and other states, but our main farming partners in Colorado, and we've been with those guys for, since the very beginning, you know, six, six years now, going on six years. And so they're deriving it from, they're deriving it, putting it in a bottle or a bucket and and delivering it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, so let's stop there. How can you get out of state product, but our in-state places like heal you has to get product from in state in state how do you get out of state product that a difference between medical and like thc content everything that you buy is yep so utah you have to register um it's part of the registration process yeah so that allows the commerce of okay bulk raw materials all of the stuff you bring in though under 0.3 percent correct th delta nine thc delta nine yep now, why wouldn't you get hemp from hemp farmers here in Utah? We've looked at it. 
one thing that we went after in the very beginning were or was the genetics. Mm-hmm. So the genetics of the hemp. And that's really the foundation, like one of the main foundational components of hemp sure. lucid is genetics, single sourced from clones. So the genetics we use are a hybrid between a medical marijuana genetic and a hemp genetic. And this family has been working on this family lineage of genetics over 10 years. Okay. So it just, it has a very robust terpene profile, cannabinoid profile, secondary, you know, cannabinoids, minors. And we, we feel like it's one of the best CBD oils on the market because it is grown from a specific genetic family, single source. I'm not sourcing for multiple different farms. So the genetics matter. And a lot of people are just growing kind of the, the cherries and, you know, the CBGs and I mean, it's good. It it all has a place, but we kind of went to another level of quality or understanding of, you know, the products that we're putting out to the public. It was years ago that I actually discovered your products. I mean, I was living downtown still at the time. So this was easily three or four years ago. And I remember I tried tons of different CBD products. And when I discovered yours, it was like you could actually feel it working, mm-hmm. right? Like I was like, wow, this stuff is is mm-hmm. top shelf, good quality stuff. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it because mm-hmm. it's good stuff. And I want to say it's actually probably the, I think there's a water soluble one there in front of you. Yeah, this, this water soluble, it's in a red box. CBD one that I ever tried. 1500 milligrams. And then you have like some vaping CBD ones yep. too that I got into a little bit later because I used to vape nicotine and I don't do that. But I was like, well, maybe I could vape some CBD and that oh, cool. is top notch stuff too. Cool. So. And yeah. that does, I mean, when you talk about medical marijuana, you're talking about strains, right? I mean, people are right. really into strains, they're oh. into genetics. I mean, it's all about craft grade flower that you're that you're making, well, that you're smoking or that you're inhaling. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the even medical marijuana products, you know, that are made into tinctures and things like that, then the grade of flower is going to be typically lower. But if we were using that good genetics. I mean, Mm -hmm. it makes sense, right? If you're using good genetics and you're making your oil out of it, Mm -hmm. then your oil is going to be better. Mm -hmm. So are your products more expensive necessarily than the, than the average because of that? Uh, We're, we're probably right in the middle actually is, you know, there's been a lot of price fluctuation in the market over the last year and a half, Uh, but we're positioned as a, a top tier brand with competitive pricing. It's, it's been interesting over the last year to watch the supplement industry try to get involved with CBD. Mm-hmm. So the, like the big supplement brands, you know, that are selling vitamin C and, you know. What, they're adding like hemp to vitamin C now? Um, no, but those companies. Oh, I was going to say. But the supplement are, industry took off during COVID, right? Like, yes. I mean, they're coming everybody must off get healthy. the shelf. Tremendous. Yeah, every, it was all about immune last year you know, support the immune system. And, but these companies then started to spin off, you know, CBD gel caps and tinctures. And, um, it's, it's funny to watch because a lot of these products are now being clearanced off shelves because again, it's, it comes down to the effectiveness of the product. 
you know, if you're a big company and you see all these other smaller companies killing it in CBD, you want to get involved, you don't understand the industry and it all just comes down to price. You know, at the, at the end of the day, these publicly traded companies, they have shareholders and it, it's all about the bottom line and kind of what we've seen in the CBD industry. When you're motivated by the bottom line, you start to make quality mistakes yeah. and you start sourcing the cheapest product you can find and the main focus isn't about the quality and the effectiveness of the product it's you know the bottom line and so a lot of these companies have sourced very cheap low quality oils and isolate and some of these products just don't work for people i think you bring up this this makes me start thinking about when when the rules change federally for the for the medical marijuana market or the the THC market too because these bigger companies are going to want to buy up i mean they have scale mm-hmm. right scale in distribution and imagine now you've got to buy product for a 50 state you know product line you're going to launch a product line in all 50 states i mean hemp lucid's not near big enough to do that to mm-hmm. that scale right you're buying essentially in their eyes you're a super small company, mm-hmm. but you've been able to source good product. And in every 50, 50 states or 37 states that have medical marijuana programs, I mean, there's 37 different growers. They're all relatively right. small compared to what Pfizer would need right. to put a product <laughs> on the shelf, right? Totally. So when things get better from a adult use THC standpoint, mm-hmm. we're going to find the same thing. There's going to be a glut of products. Half of them aren't going to work. Right. Right. They're not going to be no good. Right. And then boom, the, the, the products like hemp lucid and the products that are local, semi-locally sourced mm-hmm. or sourced from good genetics, these products will still remain and, and probably dominate. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're hoping with yep. hemp lucid? Mm-hmm. Did I basically just like give the, the give away the end of the story? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I mean, that's, what's playing out. I mean, it's, there's, there's definitely going to be a consolidation, I think, on both sides. You know, if, if the feds come out and, you know, it's free reign, then I think you see big pharma coming in and just consolidating Starting the whole industry up. and, you know, buy up certain growers and manufacturers in certain states. And I mean, there's a, probably a whole plan being orchestrated right now, I'm, I'm sure, knowing kind of how government works. Sure. What's the plan, Tim? You <laughs> seems like, you know, you get the, I mean, I just feel off. like I, I, I know that Pfizer's looking at companies, right? They're buying up. I I've heard rumor that they're buying up excess CBG in the market, you know, huh. to, to start developing products and testing. And, you know, I know there's big cannabis companies that are essentially just positioning themselves for acquisition. And oh, I don't yeah. know how small that goes, right? Like that's the thing I, and I don't have a, a broad view, like my focus is really here in Utah with the medical market, but you know, you can see companies here that would be pretty good in a few years. They're going to be pretty good to mm-hmm. buy, mm-hmm. right? They're going to have a nice little market share, a nice little access to the consumer. Mm-hmm. And it would be, it would be a perfect acquisition for a right. major company to come in be like, oh, well, that's just perfect. We can add our products to that line. So I, I want to switch gears and ask you about your personal relationship to cannabis. Cool. Right. What, how did that all start? 
that all started um so through high school you know i had friends who were into cannabis um i was never really into it up until really i moved to utah for school so moved to utah from where where did you move from uh colorado okay so born and raised in colorado came out to utah for school because utah valley had one of the top fire programs in the country so I was part of a junior firefighter program in Colorado Springs and they're like, Hey, we want to hire you, but go get your degree. Cause if you want to ever want to promote, it's easier just to have it done before you get hired. So came to Utah, moved in, did the student housing thing for a minute and then met a group of guys who a majority of them now work for the company. It's actually really, that's actually like kind of a cool story, but these guys, um, yeah, I moved in with them and they were all cannabis users and I started to get a little bit more involved with it. And I remember multiple times sitting on Nate's futon, just sitting there thinking, why is it illegal to feel this way? This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why is it illegal that, that I can't feel this good? And like, my, my mind is clear and, you know, my pains are gone like so that was really my first awakening to kind of plant medicine and cannabis in general and then started to really dive into the the science side of it like oh the endocannabinoid system what's that i was never taught that in school or my doctors don't know about it like what is this system that's in every mammal and started really getting into that understanding the cannabinoid system and how it works. And it just, it started to occur to me like, okay, I've been lied to and manipulated because one of the most important parts of our just human vehicle, um, the cannabinoid system, I I didn't know nothing about and none of my friends knew anything about it. So that was kind of the start. And then started taking CBD, started noticing just unbelievable changes within my own body. I think one of the coolest things was my mind, like how it started to really work on my, my mind, my thinking, uh, the way I was processing things, what I was, it it was like, I, I, I like to tell people, I think CBD is one of the most powerful psychedelics but it's not really in the psychedelic category. You know, mm-hmm. when you think psychedelics, you're thinking DMT, LSD, mushrooms, research chemicals. But CBD, one thing that CBD does and that I've noticed with not only myself, but with people is that it starts to, it starts to unlock the mind and it starts to connect the mind to the body. And we, in our society, in our culture, people are so disconnected from their mind and their body. And I would go and do, I loved it. I mean, I'll still do it to this day, but I'll go and do demos at stores or work events. And it's, it's really cool to watch this mind to body connection that people have where let's say, you know, somebody in pain or an elderly person comes into the store and, you know, they're like, I got shoulder pain or I got some issue. And, they take a sample and in five minutes, all of a sudden they're, they start thinking and they're like, Oh, that man, you, I just took this product or, and like my pain's gone, you know, like, what is that about? 
So all of a sudden, from their point of view, you know, submerged in culture, doctors are the ultimate authority. All these people are on prescription pills, but they just tried some holistic product in a health food store and their pain is gone for the first time ever. And so now it starts this process of thinking of, okay, what else is out there that can work? And so it's, I'm a huge fan of cannabis. I love CBD. I think we're at the very start of just a complete, just a complete medical revolution in the way that we prescribe medications to people, you know, over a hundred different cannabinoids. They all have a different impact on our body. And I think we're seeing this with Delta eight, like Delta eight seems to be the first cannabinoid out of the gate that actually has gained a tremendous amount of traction. I mean, there's CBG, there's CBN, uh, but Delta eight is, you know, it's a cannabinoid that has a specific impact on people's body. And so I'm just, I'm so excited for the future of cannabis and the way that we treat people with their medical problems. Yeah. You would think that with, um, I can totally see how Delta eight has kind of leapfrogged over CBG and CBN, yep. which were really uh, popular in the conversation or they were like up and coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's still room for all of that, but it's starting a bigger conversation about, okay, what do we do next? Mm-hmm. Right. We know, we know Delta nine, we're going to deal with that. We know how we're going to kind of deal with that now with, with tight regulations we know it's not as bad as heroin, mm-hmm. like the federal government says, but, but we know we, you know, there's going to be states that are always going to be medical. There's probably going to be states who go adult use. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, pro- we're kind of getting to that point now where people seem to be on board with that eventuality for, for the Delta nine piece, yep. the Delta eight piece opens up everything else. Like what, what do we do if we find now we can make Delta 12 or, right. and these things get they feel a certain way. What are we going to do with the regulation when we come out with a new product or when we decide, you know what, if you took 200 milligrams of CBN, you're just asleep. Right. Like, what do we do when we figure that out? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you're like with hemp lucid, you almost have a better vantage point because in the medical market, we're only focused on one thing. Right. Right. I mean, how high do you get? How not high do you get? How, how, right. how does Delta nine affect your, your medical condition? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to, to make light of it. It's, it's very important. It's Absolutely. what I do for a living. Oh, right. Yeah. But I'm, I guess I'm just making a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's going to be exciting. That is the future is, um, I believe it's the future, but individual cannabinoid ratios for specific ailments that people have. And it's, I think it's going to, it's going to become like hemp lucid. We're a cannabinoid company, but in the future, we're probably going to be somewhat of like a compounding pharmacy in a way where, and again, we're going to need a lot more research. And I mean, this industry needs research bad really yeah. bad but we also need research on like what if we combine it with with normal stuff what if we combine it with a normal daily vitamin right right like mm-hmm. what about the supplement industry that can benefit cannabinoid medicine mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on one right. one silo yep it's fun cuz we're we're doing that 
so we we brought on some master herbalists and they're taking functional mushrooms and herbs and CBD and we're making like a whole uh, a whole new product line where, where they all three work together. Can um, you talk about that? Like, is it out? Not yet. Uh, it's We're trying to have it out before Black Friday, uh, but it'll definitely be out before the end of the year. So it's like, it's like a multivitamin, like a pill or something? Yep. Capsules. Okay. Yep, it's Capsules pill. that include other plants. Yes. Um, fungi. Yep. Fun- Mushrooms are a hot item too, man. People are getting Yeah, there is know? coming. Okay, that's a whole oh, yeah. nother, like we got to have you back when, when you For release sure. that because mushrooms are on the verge of like really taking off yeah they're the next i think i think they're the next big thing in the supplement industry um isn't there like a mushroom coffee or something like that that like lion's mane or something is that what that is like a mushroom i've never had it it's called mud mud water yeah mud water so you strain the water through the like mushroom grindings no so they take that sounds disgusting they take just functional mushrooms and then some other herbals uh-huh. and then it's um it's kind of like a protein powder in a way i, I think oh, mud okay. water is just the name of the brand right yeah okay okay it does sound like it does sound like you're about to make mud water it yeah. looks like mud we have a couple people at the office that drink it it's I mean, have you it's tried good. it yeah it's great okay I, was so really it taste, I just i, I want to try love I coffee try. i'm addicted to oh, coffee i love coffee too i love coffee for sure i can't anything that like fights my ability to drink coffee <laughs> yeah. i almost like my I, want, I want to just nope nope okay, okay. it won't work I, use, I can't drink it i just i'm there with you i i was i was on the bulletproof coffee oh yeah for oh yeah seven years straight every day religiously and in preparation for my ayahuasca trip that i went um, down to peru for um you can't have coffee and it, i mean it's like a month before you go, you're down to very limited chicken, rice, beans. They just clean you out. Complete. And I haven't had coffee since I've been back. So, which is kind of weird to me. No I'm coffee like, or no caffeine? Just just pretty much No, it's caffeine. not weird. I mean, ayahuasca is, it's all the way, right? It's, like it is, it is all the way. It's all the way. Yeah, I haven't done it. I'm scared to death of it. Maybe before before the end. I think it'd be interesting. If you need a place to go, let me know. I'm kind of in this ayahuasca community. We've met a few people who've who've participated. You know, gone what, to Costa Rica I, I don't know what this or is. something. What, what, I, what is? I'm, I'm I'm unfamiliar. What? Share a little bit. Ayahuasca. About. Yeah. It's a um, it's a brew. Okay. So it's a five meo inhibitor and then DMT. Okay. Okay. So it's DMT that lasts. Like DMT is a 15 minute. In and out, right? Correct. Like, so ayahuasca is a long, this is a long trip. Yeah, you're four or five hours in. This is completely illegal, by oh, the so way. Like we do not recommend you do this uh, like, in like a any form or case. Or something. Yeah, so it is illegal in the U.S. Places that, I mean, Costa Rica, Mexico, Peru. I've been to Peru twice. But it is a psychedelic okay. brew that is 
revelations, stuff comes to your, you're able to see. I've understood. I mean, it's been told to me, like, there is nothing, there is nowhere to hide, right? It's all, all the good, all the bad, everything. It doesn't matter what it is. You can't. Yep. There's nothing you can't hide. And it's, it's a, it's such an amazing, powerful medicine because it strips away trauma of your entire existence. Okay. Like not only your existence, but then when you start really getting into it, then all of a sudden you're working with generational trauma and epigenetic trauma from your parents, from your grandparents, because it's all, we're all linked through DNA. Okay. And that's like, that's kind of deeper down the road and kind of, I don't want to get too deep like woo woo, but it's very good for, for healing your traumas. Sounds like something I need to try, man. It's it's a it's an entirely new perspective, right? Entirely new. Is it like ketamine? Like like there's ketamine clinics I know here in Salt Lake, Mm -hmm. right? So that that you kind of go do these these right trips, so to say. Similar similar like pathways, similar neural pathways, but not as intense with ketamine. Yep. And ayahuasca, you typically do it with a shaman, and shamanism is. Just an yeah. incredible, unbelievable. I mean, when you look through the course of human history, each culture, each tribe has their medicine person. They have their shaman because the shaman is the doctor. And, you know, when you get down into Costa Rica and Peru, the, the shamans are the doctor. Anytime there's an issue that somebody has, they go to the shaman. And it's such an intimate personal experience because you drink ayahuasca together and then the shaman sings Icaros to you, these healing songs and these healing songs, you know, frequency, vibration. It's what this whole reality is made of, you know, energy, frequency, vibration. And the shamans get into this frequency where they're singing to you and they're breaking up trauma within your body that you're able to then get out of your body. Okay. So you purge and it is one of it's one of the coolest experiences I think you can have as a human being is to sit in front of a shaman under ayahuasca and have them pull trauma out of your body and you can see it and you can feel it really, and you know what they're pulling out. Is this multiple experiences that you need to have to really be effective or is this like a one-time thing or what? So the center that, um, center that I go to, they recommend nothing less than 10 days. So about a week and a half, and then they have months or you can stay down there for a year and diet and just work on, just work on your traumas. And it's, it's, it was very beneficial for me. Like in my last journey, you know, I, I had some, um, like sexual abuse when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. didn't know, but it, it showed me and just pinpointed like this thing happened to you and then it sent your life path on kind of, kind of a, not on quite on the path, but kind of off the path. And in regards to like the way that's like my relationships and the way I interact with women and how come I can't, I have such a hard time trusting women. And so like all these things that I was like, this is weird. Like why? Like, why can't I get this right? And it all pinpointed to like, boom, this moment. Really? And so once you have that perspective and that clarity and the understanding, then you can start to re-navigate like your ship 
and integrate that experience. And so it's helped you in life then. I mean, you definitely have noticed a difference since you've experienced this. Absolutely. Okay. It's a complete, it's a, it's a, it's a complete mind, body, soul upgrade. And it, it's, it's brings Let's go to Costa Rica, to you know, Costa Rica, Peru. Fr- a friend of mine went to Costa Rica for four days mm. and y- you know, it's the same, like it's, yeah. it is a lot of the same things that you're saying is like, just this ability to reset, you know, right. Take the Nintendo game out, blow on it a few times, <laughs> hit the reset That's button, totally put it back in mm-hmm. and boom. And now it's, there is some really great research here in the U S going on, mm-hmm. not with ayahuasca, but with um, psychedelics and mm-hmm. uh, psilocybin specifically. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. That really would take, I mean, like I can't wait till they get a little more here mm-hmm. because this is smokers, people with PTSD, really bad trauma, just being able to reset that connection and get a different perspective. It's why ketamine clinics are are really oh, popular too. I mean, some people really, really like that. Ketamine, I don't know enough about those treatments to really speak to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this whole movement, and it seems like cannabis is just us walking over the threshold right? Being yes. willing as a society, as a U.S. culture Correct. to like, okay, we're going to walk through this door. We're going to just take one step, but right. there's a whole world on the other side. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, it's a plant, plant medicine, right? Cannabis is like the gateway drug to this whole other paradigm and reality of psilocybin mushrooms, ketamine, like just, it's the healing path. So it's, it's, it's once you start the healing path, and it's like cool cannabis, CBD, and then it's like ayahuasca. Or there are ketamine. some people right now who will listen to this who will be like, uh, "Yeah, you've basically told me this is about the nightmare scenario. The <laughs> cannabis is it's not the gateway drug to to the to these things, right? To mm-hmm. heroin and meth. It's the gateway to uh, this whole different paradigm that Awakening. some people are going to fight fight tooth it's and nail. Gateway to a new world for sure." But it is giving people permission to think differently about medicine. Yes. That's what cannabis does. Correct. Yep. And I mean, the ketamine, I, I have a mental health protocol where we, I offer ketamine treatments to all, all of our employees once a quarter. Um, I think, uh, just like as a perk? Yep. Hey, oh man, I got to come work for you guys. Then. Yeah. Ketamine is, <laughs> man, that's, I think that's the next revolution in, in mental health because it, it bridges the gap between western culture and the psychedelic world yes because it's a it's a medication i can prescribe right like i can prescribe it i can administer it i can monitor it like right right here on sunday yep 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 you're in and out and just i i like ketamine it's a very valuable tool i use it in a very specific way with um we we work with dr reed at cedar psychiatry what, who did you, cause we, I had, I talked to a ketamine doctor on, on my other podcast. I am Salt Lake once. I'm, I forgot his mm-hmm. name. Where is he? Is he in Salt Lake here or where is he at? Is he down in Provo? Yeah. So their main office is in Springville. Oh, okay. They just opened up another clinic here in Sandy. I don't think that was uh, him. That yeah, Cedar Psychiatry or they were purchased by Nova Mind, um, but great Dr. Reed and what Nova Mind is doing. Just great, fantastic work writing the ketamine protocols for MAPS starting the psilocybin i think he's doing some psilocybin research here um, in the state of utah so dr reed is one of the 
in my opinion, I think he's one of the most cutting edge psychedelic doctor researchers in the whole country. Okay. I'll have to look him up. I'm, you know, ketamine fascinates me. I haven't tried it yet. I'd like to, I think. Yeah, it's great. It, it's, it's such a cool experience because it works on the default mode network of the brain. So like the default mode network, the, I think it's called the lateral lateral habanula where like stress and anxiety and it like clogs up this section of the brain. So when you have ketamine, it just, it feels like it's cutting the energetic ties of your trauma, your emotion of anxiety, depression, PTSD. It just completely blows all that out and removes the emotional connection to those memories. So you can look at those memories and go, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that wasn't as bad because it's, it removes the emotional connection to it. And it also promotes neurogenesis, brain growth, 48 hours after as your body is metabolizing it, you're actually growing new neural networks, new neural pathways. Uh, it's great for addiction because it's you're creating new networks and new pathways. So you can start just a different, really a different lifestyle. Very cool. Yeah, cool. So much to talk about. Yeah, my Let, my mind is full. Let's right talk now, about Chris. some hemp lucid products really quick here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean I've at least got a few in base for sure. Uh, let let listeners know about all the products you guys make in case they're not familiar. I mean, the best go to hemp lucid was it dot com yep. probably for all of mm-hmm. it. But yep. Hemp. So we we have uh, multiple lines. So we have our full plant, our broad spectrum, or whole plant, full spectrum. Um, lines. And then we have a broad spectrum line, which is no THC or THC free. So the, the ones that you're holding are full spectrum, whole plant products. And we have the MCT oil, we have a hemp seed oil, and then our flagship product is the water soluble. And then we also make gummies, topicals. We're getting into some new products this year. So the company is actually going through a whole just revamp and we're going to offer a bunch of new products at the beginning of okay. next year. The gummy cubes, by the way, are great for like, if you have insomnia and totally. a good night's sleep, chew on a couple of those before you go to bed, man. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they're 25 milligrams per gummy, 750 <laughs> milligrams in this bottle, which is a lot. I love CBD. They're good for people, especially in combination with your THC products, right? Yes. You know, load up, take a slug of CBD in the morning, take a slug in the middle of the day, and then use THC as needed, mm-hmm. right, with your medical card. And you're going to have less, I, I call it, you know, I explain it like it smooths out the rough edges of the THC. Yes. And that's good, yeah, that's a great way to put it. It just kind of just simplifies it, right? Uh-huh. We're just going to smooth the rough edge, edges out. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be as paranoid if you get a high THC dose. Uh, it's going to calm that psychoactivity a little bit. For some people, it really calms it down a lot. And frankly, it makes THC work better, right? The whole plant, the plant was made to consume right. all its all its own. But a lot of people, especially in Utah, don't want to inhale, right? They don't mm-hmm. want to inhale the plant. So these, these type of products are really great. And for people who want to step, they just want to tiptoe through the door. These are perfect products to try. Right right? Try 25 milligrams of CBD. See how it works. Mm-hmm. See if it's enough to, for some people it's plenty. Plenty. 
Yeah, first time users with the gummies were we tell people like you just start with half. Yeah. So just start with half and go from there. <laughs> I'm over here. Yeah, pop a couple of yeah. you know, I forget I that I'm a heavier user. Yeah. Your you tolerance is already a little high for <laughs> cannabinoids. And then the Delta 8 products. I'm glad we talked about that a little bit from your perspective because it's good to get everybody's perspective. It's, you know, it's, it is definitely not a cut and dry thing mm-hmm. um, on like what to do, what's the right move. There's an article Mindy Medeo wrote in the Salt Lake City magazine. There's been uh, Blake Smith with Zion has talked about it a little bit on the podcast. We deal with it a lot. We recommend, frankly, I recommend Delta 8 to my patients who have, you know, they're concerned about getting too high, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of physical pain. And Delta 8 seems to be a good choice. Just, yes. Right? It's I mean, feedback but GI, GI issues too. There's a lot more receptors in the gut for the CB2 receptors and those peripheral receptors. So Delta 8 tends to absorb mm-hmm. more peripherally. And G, for people with GI issues, Delta 8 seems to work really, really well. Now, do you have like Delta 8 gummies or anything? Or is it just the, the vape pen that you guys have? Yeah, we do um, three different kinds of gummies. So we have five total Delta okay. 8 products. Okay. So two vapes and then three gummies. But we're, we're not selling the gummies online right now. It's just our wholesale and distribution channels. So where can you get the, can you get the gummies anywhere here in Utah or is it all just out of it? Yeah. You'd essentially say no. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you did, it would be through some weird channel that had to go out of state and back into state and probably they're shipping it to you when they probably shouldn't. And yeah. And it's, we talked earlier, I mean, about Delta eight and how it's hurting businesses. I mean, even our, some of our stores in Utah, they're just, it's just, it's very unfortunate because I, th- I think they put in like a, an emergency act to ban Delta Eight, and one of the things they were talking about is it's it's not going to hurt local business, and it's just like I don't know where some of these people are getting their information from, but I mean the amount of Delta Eight that we have moved out of state is hmm. astronomical. Obnoxious. I bet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it, there's a demand, like you were saying. People- I mean, it's super, str- super strong. I've I've taken 20 milligrams delta eight, and it is, it's no joke. I mean, I I don't have a very high tolerance to THC or cannabinoids in general, but yeah, I mean, it's legit. Mm-hmm. It's you're, a real. You're product. definitely gonna. You're definitely gonna feel it. Hundred percent. Yeah, delta eight or delta ten is coming out now. There's a bunch of Delta 10 products starting to hit the market. And that's, that's a very interesting effect. It's very euphoric and not as strong as Delta nine. Again, back to the farm bill where it says Delta Mm -hmm. nine, right? So Delta 10 is in that same category. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a huge wave coming that I, I don't see how legislation and I just, I don't see how they can keep up because as we start to figure out these new cannabinoids and you know, there's not laws specifically for these individual cannabinoids. They're going to hit the market and then lawmakers and the medical marijuana industry is going to try to scramble to try to corral. I mean, it's, it is about to get so wild in the, uh, both of our industries. Oh yeah. Cannabinoids. Oh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. And the fact that the feds can't get their shit together (laughs) and like fix this Mm -hmm. it's just going to be compounded Mm -hmm. over the next year two years and it happens fast this is so american 
right? <laughs> that we're going to, we'll like dial into the law and we're like, totally. okay, Delta nine. So it doesn't say Delta 10. So the attorneys are good. Right. Right. My attorney says go. And, and then every state has to deal with it separately. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, do you, um, do very, you run very, into that? I mean, that, that kind of makes me think of a question like that would be frustrating to be in, in the industry like yours, uh, Chase, where you probably come out with packaging, you spend oh, yeah. all this money and then boom, be told you totally. can't do that. Yep. And then you yep. just lost all that money. Yep. Nope. It's happened to us. Bunch of times. It sounds like already bunch of times. Wow. And it's still, I mean, still happening today. I mean, it's, so how do you not get all like depressed and say, screw it all, man. I would just want to throw the talent, man. Because they're, I feel like the revolution is here. You know, there's a revolution happening. I like that. attitude, And man. we're in a, we're in a war for people's health and people's consciousness. And the other side isn't just going to roll over and go away. So there's people like me and other companies and you guys, you know, all this stuff helps. And it's, it's just a mission that I'm on. So I, I expect it. It's definitely going to get worse, but it's, but it's also going to get better. It, it'll definitely get better. Yeah, I think so. Some clarity will come. I think, like you were saying, it'll finally hit a point where it's like, what are we doing? Federal government, states, pe- this is healing people and helping people. And you guys are trying to create laws to stop that or interfere with that. So we need a different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm back excited now. I started out this conversation, you know, in a different mindset. But now I'm back to excited. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there's probably uh, so much we could talk about. I mean, I I really am interested in this whole nother product line when you get it, when okay. you get it going, you cool. know, maybe November. Okay. Right? We need to talk about that because I'm excited about that functional mushrooms and joining cannabinoid products together. That's exciting. Is there a product you were mentioning your gummy cubes, like to take a half a cube for people um, that maybe have a low tolerance that are starting? I mean, would that be a good place to start? Like, let's say a listener, somebody listening, they, 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 they don't know where to start. I mean, hmm. where, where would be a good place for them to start with even a CBD product? Is there like a beginner one? <laughs> I don't know. So good place to start the water soluble. Okay. That seems to be. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That is our flagship product. It's very fast acting. So you can either take it underneath the tongue or you can drop it in four to six ounces of water, just like a full dropper in four to six ounces of water. It'll dissolve. Drink that. And people typically feel the onset of that within five to 10 minutes. So that one is our fastest acting product. The oils take about 45 minutes to an hour because that absorption is happening in the the intestines, the water soluble happens out of the stomach. So probably the water soluble product or the cubes. I mean, those are a really good entry product, but if you are new to CBD, it, it seems like the edibles kind of hit a little bit harder than the tinctures do. So that's why we recommend, you know, first time users or people just getting into the CBD industry, just try half. And I, and obviously these are all on your website, I guess. Yep. And blue said mm-hmm. uh, shops in Utah, I guess some places have them. Huh? Yeah. Pretty much every health food store in Utah. Whole foods. Except whole foods. Except whole foods. I would say not the big chains, Okay, um, but like the Sherlin's, the good earth, 
there's a couple other stories we have um, okay. kind of out of the loop on. No, you're good. I was just wondering right? if some of our <laughs> listeners are in the Salt Lake area, obviously. And so if they want to go pick some up today, right. When yeah. you're listening to this. For sure. A lot of smoke shops, a lot of vape shops. So just call your local vape shop, smoke shop. And, and saying, if you don't have it, bring it in, right? Bring it in. Yeah. Support the local business. Absolutely. Well, this has been great. Thanks for coming. Anything you want to add, Chase, before we wrap this episode up? Anything you want to you want to make sure we do talk about? Um, I think we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Um, th- thank you for your guys' time. Thank yeah. you for what you're doing. I think this new form of media and like podcasting is, I mean, it's definitely the future. I mean, it's currently. Yeah. Um, but it's stuff like this really matters. Because uh, it's real, it's long form. You can really get into like good discussion, and it's not just thirty second to one minute sound bites off. And nobody's TV. censoring you. Right. Either, and nobody's right? censoring you. Yes. Yes. Correct. And that's, I think, especially in this industry, that's what excites me about doing this podcast. Yep. Is that these stories wouldn't get out there otherwise? Mm-hmm. All the people that we've chatted with over this last year and a half that we've been doing this show. That's right. Uh, even yourself. I mean, I'm sure you got advertising stipulations. Facebook throttles you. Instagram oh throttles you. It's a nightmare. I mean. <laughs> yeah. You get a little bit more reach. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah. You get a little bit more reach. Oh, no. Yep. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the war's real and you, we're, we're all fighting it together. So yeah. appreciate appreciate you guys. Thank you. You're very welcome, man. And then uh, to wrap up this episode of the podcast, make sure you're subscribed in any podcast app that you have. If you're, however you're listening to this, maybe you just discovered it. Go hit that subscribe button because we have uh, right now we're every other week with a new episode. We're going to get back to every other, every week. Yep. That's um, coming up. Go to utahmarijuana.org slash podcast. You can listen to any of the podcast episodes there. Read the summaries. Um, check it out. Stay safe out there. Thank you.